Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is episode 275, Coziest Recipes for Fall. And today we not only have tips and tricks, but we might have treats for you too because it's Halloween, ladies. Mm, just being together is a treat, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. Isn't it so, <laughs> yeah. So, we hope you're having a nice Halloween wherever you are, whatever you do for Halloween. We have some Halloween traditions at our house. Do you guys have Halloween traditions at your house? I don't, I don't know that we have Halloween traditions other than, you know, giving out candy and things like that. Do you yeah, get a we lot don't of really have much door? here. None. And the last since we've lived here, we don't get anybody. So well, that's not, not a lot true. Of giving out. Candy no, now. no. Well, I mean, I we go to the church and do things with that oh, instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I used to take my kids to the the church. They used to mm-hmm. have a fall festival, yeah. and I would take them when they were little, and they would have candy and you know other little <laughs> kind of ride things, and it was but more I, fun for them. I just have to tell you this about my son, because he's the only boy amongst all these, all of us. Uh, we all have girls except our, my one boy. My son, Christopher, because I would make their their costumes every year. So, and I would go all out because I love that. And I would say to them, okay, you have to decide what you're going to be. He'd like start in January and be like so excited and change his mind. And, and, you know, every year he'd come up with this like fantastical something. He wanted to be like Soro or he wanted to be, you know, Dracula. And I mean, we, I would make all these costumes and then he wanted to be Robin Hood one year and, and Rocky from, you know, Rocky Balboa from the Rocky series. How impressive. Oh, and he would have the most fun, but when he was little, he would get so excited excited about going trick-or-treating he and he had a lot of energy he would literally wear himself out and we would go around our little neighborhood get in the car and drive to my mom's neighborhood and he would fall asleep and that would be it he'd like miss the big stuff he did that so many years so many years oh Oh, yes Well, I guess it was all about the costume, you know? Totally. He didn't care about the candy. (laughs) No, he really did care about the candy. And his sister would have to go up with the little, you know, the jack-o'-lantern plastic containers and say, oh, and she would hate it. Can I have one for my brother? She's going to, she always would say, they think I'm so greedy. Oh, (laughs) so funny. Mm -hmm. Jackie, what a good sister. Yeah, she's, she's a really good sister. But yeah, he would get so excited that he'd go to about four houses and we drive to my mom's and he would just totally be out. That would be done. Too much. Just passed Mm -hmm. out. That's In this little Dracula outfit, you know? (laughs) Drooling out the side of his mouth. He was so cute. (laughs) (laughs) But then I said that they could, you know, they could, they divide their candy up. And maybe that was our tradition. After we come home, they'd make a big pile and then we, they just divide all their candy up. And it was really fun watching them do that. Yeah. 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 My, my kids and their friends do uh, do that. I put the, 
blanket down, a quilt down, and every pours out. You know, then there's the pile of Mary Janes. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> yeah. no, I actually like those. I the Zag nuts, not so much. Mary oh, Janes. Oh, that's yes. so funny. Yeah, we have what we have some uh, man in our neighborhood that he likes the Mary Janes. He's the dad of somebody. Yeah, so they save them for him. <laughs> but yeah, and then they trade. And it's fun, and then we have get pizzas and stuff. Yeah, it's a really fun night. I oh, that's it. so cute. Now, what's your favorite Halloween candy? I'm not such a candy girl, but I do like a Tootsie Roll or a mini Twix. A good old Tootsie Roll. Mm -hmm. Oh. How about you, Anita? Oh, Reese's Pieces or Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Oh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is mine too. Of course, now now that I'm too old for, you know, quote unquote candy, I eat the dark chocolate peanut butter cups at Trader Joe's. Oh. Uh, (laughs) They have medicinal qualities. (laughs) You know. They it's do. pretty much the same thing. I, like, just- I, en- I think it's really, really healthy to have that with a nice uh, red wine as well. I, I, well, I knew wine was going to come into yeah, this conversation. That's really good <laughs> for If it's you. dark chocolate, it's healthy. Exactly. You know. Okay, so obviously we're thinking about food today. Mm-hmm. So we thought that we would do a coziest recipes for fall because, you know, we set all these beautiful tables and there's really never any food mm. on them. <laughs> so we might as well start putting some food out on these pretty tables mm-hmm. and enjoying them. And fall is just such a wonderful time to be, um, you know, cooking up some yummy things for your family or for a crowd if you're having people over. And we've gotten some uh, responses throughout the last year or two that we've been doing this that you guys really enjoy these more entertaining type uh, episodes. So we thought we'd toss one in now for the fall and maybe we'll toss another one in as we get closer to Christmas. So today we're just going to share some ideas and it might be a full-on recipe that we'll link to in the show notes mm-hmm. or it might be just something that we kind of cook up as we go along and we tweak something that we get at the sort of pre-made at the grocery store. And then I'm sure we will delve into you know ways to display them and share them with family well, and friends. Well, I have to say, my fall go-to thing that I have to have every fall is wassail that I make. <gasps> oh, I love you know, it. And it, you know, wassail can mean a lot of different things. And back, what you know, does people, wassail mean? Well, I think Anita? at one point it was kind of a an alcoholic apple drink. Yeah, know, so, okay. Kind of that's, I associate that more with the Yuletide, but right. it's fall. Well, I think if it's fall, because it's got cinnamon in it, Yum. and uh, I, I put cinnamon, allspice. Apple cider, is that what you use? Yeah, you use apple cider, a little bit of Bourbon. pineapple juice or orange <laughs> juice. Well, I don't put alcohol in mine, uh-huh. but I, mean, you, I think you really could, but it's served warm. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, that's true. I guess I serve it more around Christmas time, but... You know, it's got cinnamon and apples. I think oh, absolutely. Use if you go to oh, Williamsburg, so you. if you yeah. go to Williamsburg, that's what they have out. Oh, they, they, wassail is so big down there in the fall. Now, how did you say it differently, Yvonne? You said wassail and Anita yeah, said Yeah, it was wassail. a little, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. something different there. A little hers something? Was, I think she added some alcohol to hers. Okay. <laughs> so there, okay. Bourbon. So I'm going to have. Yvonne's version. I know you were. <laughs> I do like every time you say bourbon and ginger for Bobby, I'm like, ooh, ah, gotta have one of those next time. I know Bobby. <laughs> I do like a bourbon and mm-hmm. ginger. That's his winter. Okay. That's his fall and winter drink. So uh, now, uh, Anita, do you cook this up on the stove and you get it all warm? And then is it yeah, stay add, warm? Uh, does it mm. cloves, allspice, and cinnamon, are, and then a little brown sugar, and then the like I said, the orange juice or, or pineapple juice with apple cider, and you. Put it on your stove, and it makes your whole house smell so wonderful. Oh, 
It's like aromatherapy too. It's so it just smells divine. It tastes delicious. And then if you've got kind of a sore throat or something, it's just really so comforting. Or if it's cold outside, mm-hmm. it's just such a very comforting drink. And I think of the fall recipes and being things that I like things that are just feel very, like we said, comfort foods. But also mm-hmm. there's some also some recipes that I think of that uh, like Kevin grew up with that I love to serve because for him, it's a childhood memory. Oh, so isn't I think that it's nice, nice? That's wonderful. Now to serve things, you know, that kind of give you comfort maybe from your childhood. Mm-hmm. So for example, I always love to serve uh, her stew. Uh, it just, and it's something that I remember from when we were first married and I, she was, his mother was a very good cook and we had some wonderful meals over there. And so I have all of her recipes. And so it's nice to be able to make those same things. Oh, well, yum. I know I have the quintessential pumpkin recipe because you bake it in a three pound pumpkin. Now a three mm. pound pumpkin, if you would take your hands just and, and make make like a like you're making a big ball like you so your fingertips touch and uh-huh. spread it out, out about an inch. That's about a three pound pumpkin. Okay. And what you do, it's called Gruyere sausage scallioned baked pumpkin. Okay, and you had me at Gruyere, Gruyere. and then I went deeper in. I'm like inside the pumpkin now. Oh, my way up. So what you do is you take a, a a pumpkin, about a three pound pumpkin. You cut the top off and you scoop out the seeds. And by the way, we'll talk about seeds because they make real. You can you can make the best tasting, um, really delicious. Uh, snack out of seeds and you so you you leave the flesh in but you take out like the gut stuff Mm -hmm. and then you make this beautiful stuffing almost like with with bread and gruyere cheese and sausage and scallions and yummy good stuff you stuff the pumpkin and you put it and you put it in the oven you uh, now you put the top next to it because if you put the top on it, it won't fit into probably one, you know, like one of your oven. You put it in the top part of your oven, the top third, and you bake it. And I have that on my blog, and I'll and we'll put a link in. And what you do then is you serve it. You just take it out. You put the top back on it. And you've got this whole pumpkin, and I just serve it on a pretty platter. And we take the top and it's so piping hot. And then you just scoop it out along with the pumpkin flesh that becomes your vegetable. Oh my goodness. That sounds wonderful. Oh, it is so delicious. Whoa. Every time I make it, people go crazy for this. I, I mean, I love to take it places because it is so impressive looking and so, so easy. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's Gruyere oh. sausage and scallion baked pumpkin. I love to make pumpkin pancakes in the fall. And that's a family favorite. And I actually have a gluten-free recipe. Uh, and they're just very simple to make and incredibly delicious. They taste like pumpkin pie. Only it's a pancake. Oh. <laughs> okay. I would like that. We might have to stop. Can we stay at breakfast? Uh, In this area, there's something called baked oatmeal. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it, but I, and I am, so is Anita. We love oatmeal. You would love this. I mean, maybe it's a little, it has a little, I mean, it does have like brown sugar and stuff in it. Um, But it's pumpkin spice baked oatmeal. 
I am and so hungry right now. I know. And you make it in a line <laughs> Wait, by 30. Is this, is this the, your first <laughs> blog post when you did like the. Oh, no, that was my regular baked oatmeal. Now oh, I have no, a regular spice. This is the pumpkin. My very first, oatmeal. I kept my, you can actually see my very first blog post if you just go to Stone Gable and look up or just Google Stone Gable baked oatmeal. And I did it on a in a nine by thirteen glass pan, and I and I did it with a I took pictures with a point and shoot camera, and to style it, I put a tea towel beside it, and thought it was like so good, but I kept it up there because it's like you know you've come a long way, baby. Yeah, but, the, but that yeah. recipe's good. But the spump the pumpkin um, spice baked oatmeal, it comes out almost like, and it's not a cake, but that's how the consistency. It's not like gooey like oatmeal. It's more like like a cake. You can cut it into slices. Oh, wow. We, we put it in a bowl with milk. Oh. And we eat it, and it is so delicious. Oh, I just wow. picture you like, who was that, like, little Oliver Twist? When I have some more, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds like a, like something they would have given you when you were lived in well, Scotland. Tomorrow I teach Bible study, so I, I'm going to take two big containers of that. I have treat. So that's oh, what I'm taking for treat tomorrow. I think I'm yeah. going to fly over to Pennsylvania for tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah. just or you could just fly over to my blog and find the and find the recipe. Yeah, maybe it, I'll do that. It's a goodie. Instead. It's a really goodie. I and actually goodness. do have a really great pumpkin seed recipe, and I will link to that. My um, I don't like to open up my pumpkins. My girls are always like, oh, "Please make the seeds," and it's super super easy and involves some old bay spice. I mean, like you that like, sounds really? so good, so yes. easy, and mm. then a few other spices in there, and um. Gosh, I mean, they bring them to school. And last year, I actually made like little individual bags for my daughter and all her friends because they kept asking her and they were eating <laughs> out of her bag. So I say, like, everybody get their own bag. So definitely a crowd pleaser with that. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I like to, well, I, I love to cook in the fall, like on, on maybe a Sunday or something. And I've, I learned over the years because usually on the weekends we're doing projects or I'm doing a project or, uh, I'll, I'll stay, I'm going to spend the day in the garden or something like that. Or maybe I'm out with my girls, volleyball, things like that. And so we're gone the whole day. So I really like to, I smartened up. I don't know what year it was, but at some point I realized like if I started early and then I could come in get cleaned up from the shower or come in from volleyball or come in from wherever we were and dinner is really already made. So I, mm. it's such a great way to do it. And I have done it like this for years, particularly on, well, not during the week, but on the weekends, I'll do this. I, especially if I have a new recipe or something, I'll just get up early and I'll start it all. And if it's something like that has to bake for a long time or something, you know, you don't, you end up ordering a pizza if you wait till the last minute because mm-hmm. I'm always, you know, in the garden until it's dark out or we're out until later than we thought we were going to be or something like that. So I love to start a new recipe like that. Um, and but also I like to, to sort of take the easy route sometimes when I can and just tweak things. Mm-hmm. So I just did something with tomato soup, which was a really easy tweak. I got a couple of pounds of the um Roma uh tomatoes Ooh. and I I just I cut them all and I put them on a cookie sheet and drizzled them with some olive oil, salt and pepper and just put them in at 250 for, you know, 
kind of a while. I don't even know how long it was. You know, you just keep checking them at least over an hour, maybe an Did hour you and a half. Make sun-dried tomatoes? No, I made tomato soup. Oh. And you know, you see it's it's kind of like what is the other thing where, you know, you start to, oh, like if you're going to do spinach and you're like, "Oh, I have all these bags of spinach." And then you you cook the spinach and you're like, oh, wow, look, I have Make like, a tablespoon of spinach. Like, I yeah. That kind of happens with the tomatoes too when you're like, I'm making soup. And then you're like, oh, look, I made, I made all this effort and I made well, a Well, of cup. course, if you're hydrate, if you're, if you're cooking them in the oven, all the liquid evaporates, right. you probably hardly right. had anything. So left. here's the easy cheat. But it intensifies the flavor. It intensifies the flavor, but here's the easy cheat. That is so the most delicious tablespoon of soup I've ever had. Ever. <laughs> So get a a can of the already crushed up tomatoes. And mm-hmm. if you can get like the oven roasted, Muir Glen is our, an organic mm-hmm. brand and they yes. do those. Mm-hmm. So get one or two cans of those and do your maybe four or five pounds of Romas in the oven. Put them in, you know, in the morning or whenever and just leave them and check on them every once in a while. And then you're going to also want to get a um, carton of the Trader Joe's creamy tomato soup that you'll see at Trader Joe's. You could get the a carton. Soup. Yeah, it comes in one of those oh, cartons. You know, they're kind of like the um, kind of like sometimes chicken broth. Yes, comes in those I've two. never seen like a. Well, n- n- never mind. I I, I know because it's the mm-hmm. saddest of sad that you have no Trader Joe's. Right? <laughs> it is the saddest <laughs> of sad. Yeah. So anyway, you're going to have those ingredients on hand. And then you're going to do your romas. Then you're going to take them out and you're going to swirl and oh, and you're going to put some garlic if you're a garlic lover. So we don't want to have any vampires around here. We love the garlic. So I chop up some garlic and throw that in with the romas. When they're done, just put them in your blender, swirl them around a little bit, then put them in a pot and then add in the can of already chopped tomatoes and pour in the thing from Trader Joe's. Oh my gosh. And then you could do some croutons and maybe some Parmesan cheese. And it is so easy. And it's like really pretty much homemade soup, a little cheat. And mm-hmm. oh, and I had so much of it. It lasted for days upon <laughs> days upon days. Oh, oh that, that sounds, sounds wonderful. So good. I mean, and it reminds me, I make a red pepper bisque that I got from Ooh. the recipe from the Lancaster here in Houston at the hotel. And it is really incredible. And you put a scoop of homemade tabbouleh in the center oh. and it's and it but it's not it's got no dairy but you would never guess that from tasting it it's so creamy tasting yeah but the base is a chicken broth so i was just thinking about that thinking i've got to make that it's just um, it's finely soup weather here well, in Houston. i'll, t- I I'll tell you another soup wait. that i have i make a butternut squash soup and you make it um and in its cre- and you um, blend it. I use my um, stick blender for it, and you add. I sausage. should get one of those. Oh, is, they're, is that oh, a, oh have an immersion it's, blender. Yes, an immersion yeah. blender. It's they're wonderful, and it has sausage in it, so it's not totally vegetarian, which I love because um, I am such a carnivore. And it has this wonderful flavor. Again, it's on my um, it's on my uh, blog, so we'll put it in the show notes. And I have a beef and more beef barley soup that you make in a slow cooker that is out of this world. Well, that sounds so good easy. Too. If uh, you make it with a chuck roast, and it beef is and a- more beef, it's, yeah, because there's lots of beef in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. I, yeah, and because you use a beef stock, it's just really delicious. You know, if we're going to make a soup, it's going to have lots of meat in it. And I also have 
my nanny's vegetable soup. She made it. My mom made it. I made it. Her mother made it. So it's uh, it's one of those, um, I call them heritage recipes. <clears throat> and I do have that on on um, my blog. And it is, I mean, it's one of those that takes a lot of time, but oh my goodness, it is so worth it. And you've never had anything like it because it's a Hungarian version. And don't leave out the turnip. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, here's one of those recipes that I do like to start early in the day. It's really not that hard once you've got it done, but there's just sort of, you know, a lot of moving parts in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's from... Aina. It's actually oh. from Aina, but well, via Aina, I should say, but actually from Mario Batali. So mm-hmm. yummy from Babo. It is spicy turkey meatballs and spaghetti. I'm telling oh. you guys, these are the best meatballs I've ever had in my entire life. They are so good. My kids ask for me to make this over and over again. There's um pork sausage, prosciutto in there, asiago. Oh, it's uh, breadcrumbs from rustic bread. I mean, it's, oh, it's just so good. So I can try to find this on the internet. I'm pretty sure it's on there. I have it in the Barefoot Contessa, How Easy Is That book? Oh, yes. If you Mm -hmm. have that book, it's on page 158, and I would highly (laughs) recommend it. Uh, You know, meatballs may not be the top of your list when you think of, like, fall, because we think pumpkin, but anything cozy. Well, I think of that, though. It just makes comfort food. Mm -hmm. Yes. I have another one, and I first was introduced to this one of my very first years teaching, so that'll tell you how old this recipe is. And it's called Raw Apple Cake. And mm-hmm. it's, it is, you, it, it is really a must try. You have to make this. It's so super, super easy. I'm not a big baker. I don't like, I don't particularly love to bake, but I make this every single fall because it is just like fall in your mouth and mm. you don't have to cook the apples. You slice them up with the, the peel on raw and you put them in this delicious cake and nothing is better than it warm with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Oh, a la mode. <laughs> yes. But it's not like a, a light cake. It's like mm-hmm. a very dense, heavy, wonderful, moist cake. Yum. You know, it's a, so it's, yeah, yeah. It's a fall cake. Mm. Well, and, you know, this is something that I love to make that's really something you can have all day is a borson. I make my own borson cheese spread. How do you make that? I'd love to do that. Do you use oh, like my- um, Philadelphia cream cheese? Is that what you use? Well, you that? use That's some cream base? cheese and some softened butter and mix in some garlic. And then I add oregano, basil, dill weeds, marjoram, thyme, and some pepper and mix oh. it all up in uh, your food processor or whatever. And uh, then you can form it into a pretty, uh, you know, you could shape it, it a, into a pumpkin. Shape it into you a could. pumpkin. If you were making a blog post about it. That's right. You could. And you probably would do that if you're making a blog post about <laughs> it. Right. And, and that would just be wonderful on some warm bread. Oh. I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking, oh, and there's a fabulous. With my tomato soup. Oh. It's the, there's a fabulous bakery. So, you know, I, I, I love my gluten-free stuff, but every now and then. I do mm-hmm. have, and this, they have a fabulous bakery around the corner for me, and it's it's like a European bakery, and they have uh, all those crusty breads and sourdoughs, and 
I, I just oh yeah. If you're gonna kill, fall you're off killing the me. wagon, you might you're as well killing do it me. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's walking distance from my house. It's just so amazing. So you could walk it's it off just, when you get home. It's oh just, my goodness, fine. it's fantastic. So it's like you I didn't know. even eat that baguette. You got to walk all the way home. <laughs> so I mean, some soups, some some beautiful, uh, you know, some wonderful the borson spread on there with the butter. It's just such a simple pleasure to have some fresh bread and and the the bread. Yeah, I always, you know, you see that in the grocery store, Brosson, and I just thought that was the brand. I didn't know that was Mm -mm. like a type of cheese spread. I don't know. It may just be the brand. That's what my recipe says. Uh But that's... Yeah, it's it's really it's good. an herb cheese, but I don't think it's made. I mean, it's originally it's not like made with a cream cheese because uh-huh. it does have a different texture. Okay. But that's probably a close enough knockoff. Mm-hmm. And I gotcha. think pretty yeah, close. Mm-hmm. I and I do I love me some Borson. I love it so. Yum. So I'm willing, I'm really willing to give it a try. And that's so good. Like on a half of, if you have like a half a bagel in the morning for breakfast with a little schmear of boisson, it's amazing. A little schmear. Here's mm-hmm. a really easy uh, way to go for a Sunday dinner or even a weeknight dinner. How about just roasting a chicken? Usually I'll do two uh, sort oh, of medium yes. sized ones. And it's so easy. It's so easy. And then I'll just, Uber you know, if you have to yeah. ke- clean out the cavity or whatnot, but I'll stuff it with rosemary from the garden or you know whatever oh. herbs I might have on hand and then uh-huh. I score a lemon and I just mm-hmm. plunk it in there and then tie the little legs together what a difference when you have the lemon inside oh, of it the wow. lemon infuses the meat it makes it so moist it and- is so bright it has that bright oh yeah it brightens up everything mm-hmm. the other thing well, you that's- can do when you do that is stick half of a garlic head like oh, yeah. cut it in half, good one, and mm-hmm. stick it in the cavity along with it. That makes it delicious. Yeah, and oh my goodness! Now, and I love a, a chicken soup mm. with uh, matzo ball chicken soup with the. And I think one of the secrets to making that so good is to definitely add lots of lemon juice. Oh yeah, and oh, it's just oh the smell soup. of that chicken soup in the house. Oh. And I do have to say this. I do make the best chicken soup in the whole world. I'm sorry. I know oh, it sounds like okay. I'm so braggy. All right. No, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I seriously <laughs> it a little do. braggy. No, it's just. Uh, no, it's the, just the truth. It is oh. a fact. No, it truly is. Um, I learned. I learned how to make chicken soup from my grandmother. And there is an art to it, but it's so easy. I mean, you just need a lot of time to cook it. And I don't use any like chicken, like broth from a box or anything. It just, it's the stock that makes the difference. Yes. Well, and that's then, why I'll do two chickens because then I, then I, you know, the boil them down and are, stock it up. Yes. Oh, there you and go. here's the thing. When you make chicken noodle soup, do not cook your chicken, your noodles in the soup. Mm-hmm. Cook them separately and keep them separately. Put them in the bottom of the bowl and then pour the soup on top. You'll It'll make such a difference. Oh, yeah, because they just they keep get expanding soggy. and getting soft. Yeah, and they, yeah. they sort, you sort of get a starchy taste to it and you want mm-hmm. just a beautiful bright, warm taste. That's a great soup. tip because a lot of yeah. people wouldn't think of that. Well, I, you can also, again, in the I've bottom. Got, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got that on my, that's, I would say if you're going to make one, well, maybe make the pumpkin, uh, baked pumpkin. Oh, I'm making that this weekend. Make the sure. chicken noodle soup because that's really, really good. But would you make that for me today? Because I don't feel so good. <laughs> oh, you need chicken oh, noodle soup. Well, you know, here's what I do. If I know I'm going to be home, especially, you know, if, if on on a cold day. 
if I, I get up in the morning, I throw my, chi- my I, I usually use a whole chicken or, or chicken legs, or you can use wings or backs or whatever. And you throw, you get that all in and you make your stock. And then if you don't, if you can't make the soup that day, you can actually freeze it. And then you've got all the stock to make yeah. the chicken soup. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, I usually make, I make a huge vat of it when I make it. And then I usually freeze some of the stock and then make some for soup. Like, and we just eat it for dinner because it's, you know, it's pretty hearty. And, and, you know, depending on how many noodles, you've got a big meal. You can, you can do rice. I just like it. I just like it. Chicken noodle soup with lots of vegetables and chicken, even without the noodles. If you want to go a little, you know, gluten-free. Oh, wait, I have to go eat something. I don't know. I know. <laughs> I know. I was going to tell you also, what about making roasted root vegetables? Just on a rimmed baking sheet, tossed with olive oil and some herbs and salt. Yeah. And putting them in and just letting them roast. Oh, I just absolutely, I could eat a bowl full of those. Oh, Here's I love super roast vegetables. that I've been doing. Um, I get those, uh, little, you know, those little nubby carrots. Like they, they seem like, like they're the not ones even that get whittled down, you mean? Yeah, the ones that are you know they're peeled and they're uh-huh, in those, you uh-huh. know there's a but I always get them for um, my kids for their lunches because you know mm-hmm. hey better than the mini carrots the mini mm-hmm. carrots you know those little mm-hmm. nubby things so you know sometimes on a weeknight if you're busy you know like oh I gotta get the carrots and peel them and cut them and I just been taking the bag of those and whatever I'm doing a chicken or what have you or sometimes even on their own mm. and I you know, blanch them in the microwave for maybe three minutes and some water to so they start to cook a little bit. And then you can put whatever you want to put them, olive oil, salt, throw in some garlic, whatever, and then just put them in the uh, the oven. Or and just put them around easy. your chicken. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're doing a chicken, but if you're not even doing that, if you're doing something else and you just want to make those for a side dish, super easy. So don't feel like Ugh. you have like, oh, veg- roasted vegetables. That'll take six hours. It really Oh, doesn't. roasted vegetables take 30 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. so easy peasy. And they're so delicious. Yum. Now I'm, I'm starvingly hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm crazy hungry. So I, I'm oh. so sorry, but we're going to have to stop here because <laughs> we're so hungry. We've actually got to go get something to eat before we, we do another episode. Uh, just remember, we're here to give you the best recipes on earth and help you create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. So until next time.